0: They tell me that my key is mama kind of fun. I say, really, 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 really. They ask me if my key is with me all the time. I say, really, 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 hell yeah, boy. Oh, look. What's up, what's up, what's up with it, man? It is your boy LJ Davis, the comedian, a.k.a. Church. Hey man, what we want to talk about today or what I want to talk about rather is uh my kids, of course. Uh really real. Um that was inspired by them because people always ask me all the time, because I have my girls with me so much. They always asking me, Hey man, do you have your girls with you a lot? Or every time I see you, I always got your kids with you, or one of your kids not with you, or you know, and I find it weird that they shocked to see me with my kids. Um I am a black man, I'm thirty years old, but I, I find it um, you know, uh I just love my kids, and I, I love being around them. My girls, uh, I have two daughters, twelve, 12, 9, uh, same mom. Uh, that ain't knock on nobody that got four five mamas, uh, you know, or four five baby daddies, it don't matter. Um, but I do got a rotation with them. You know, we got a schedule. well. And the schedule is this. You know, Thursday through Sundays, I get them. Um, I have them Thursday uh, after they get out of school until, you know, Sunday evening. Most of the time, Sunday night, uh, and then sometimes Mondays and Tuesdays, depending on how the week falls and what we got to do and stuff like that. But I have my kids a lot. So I think misconception is that people, uh, you know, that men just don't really have their kids that much or really don't like being around their kids. I enjoy my kids. My kids bite my day, bite my mood, bite my spirit. You know, when I get up uh, for work in the morning and uh, and get on the grind and I'm trying to do comedy and breaking into the entertainment industry, I'm doing that not just for myself so that my grandkids can eat. You hear me? Um, so yeah, man, I always have my kids with me and I just think it's, uh, it's a lot more fathers out here doing what they supposed to do than y'all think. We just don't get highlighted enough. So when niggas be out here talking bad about us in the streets, y'all really be talking about, you know, y'all look corner market, but it's a whole world of us good stand up fathers that are no longer with, uh, the mother of our kids. And I'm going to tell you something, just like y'all be talking about, we beats. There's a couple of them deadbeat mamas out there too. Now that's all I'm going to say. These are my confessions. Just when I thought I said all I could say, but you gonna say, says she got one on the ways of my confessions. Hey man, I do got a confession to make about my daughters. Um, not anything inappropriate, but just how I got to be a present father. Um, I think when we look at fathers, you just think like, "Oh uh, yeah, they was just born that way. Like they just was born to take her kids. They saw their daddy take her kids, or they couldn't take her kids, or they uncle take her kids. And they said, you know what? I'm gonna take her kids.' Like my granddaddy took her kids. Not so. Uh, not so. There has to be a change inside of a man. For me, that change happened at a very young age. Happened when I was about 16, 17 years old. My oldest girl, she's now 12. Um, not that many people know, but she's not biologically mine. And it's not because, like, her mom cheated on me or nothing like that. I ain't had one of those yet uh, <laughs> at that point in my life. But, um, no. She was uh, actually in her mother's womb when I met her mother. Now, I know what you're thinking. How in the hell you decide to date a girl in high school that was pregnant with another nigga baby? And I would, uh, I would go back and ask myself that at the age of 16 if I could. But I can't. So, um... Uh, but, yeah, I got with her mom. We, we started talking at first. Her mama really pursued me. And, uh, you know, I was just on a different tip. I was coming out of, a, a like, you know, trying to be um, a child who didn't have uh, much boundaries. I was trying to, you know, break out of my shell, so to speak. And so um, when she, you know, got into my life, I was like, oh, no, I can't talk to you because you're you pregnant. You know, I didn't know you was pregnant. And the little cat at the job, man, y'all, check this out. The little dudes at the job, the other little niggas at the job, you know, we all around the same age, give or take about two to three years, they of course like her, because, you know, land don't just date anybody, you know, and if I'm a pull or something, you know, you got to pull, you know, you can't pull no little trout, now. Nah, I mean, no little, uh, you know, what them little minnows, you're going to have to pull your trout or something, you see what I'm saying, you feel me? So anyway, man, I, I did that, and uh, um, when I did that, I, I told you, you know, now nah, I can't date you and, and, and all of that, but... Um, I just felt, you know, I just felt a calling like, man, this is the little girl that I'm supposed to have. And I didn't know if I was going to have any more, but I did that. And, uh, she's been around ever since. And of course I had my youngest, um, by the same woman as well. But, um, that, uh, being, um, and I wasn't really thrust in the fatherhood. I don't want to say I was thrown in the fatherhood cause that make it seem like I was taking care of the baby a lot in high school and I did my fair share of uh you know helping out and and making sure that my my woman at the time even though you know we were both kids making sure that you know she was good and and the child was good because that's a package you know what i mean that's that's just a package that's how it worked um but yeah man uh what changed me is the fact that uh i just had to i knew i was i was i knew that the way my life was headed and the way that our relationship was headed and the in relationship, I'm talking about the relationship between her mom and I, while she was pregnant. I knew that we would probably be together for a while. And so I knew that I would have to, you know, grow into manhood. And so I just started growing. And that, and that's really what changed me because I knew um, her her dad was in the picture back then. But I just I just kind of felt it like he was going to be out of the picture. And it didn't happen because of me uh, anything like that. But he did fall off a little bit and uh, he fell off a lot. He still probably about two, three times a year. However, um, that. Made me really grow up and really made me be a stand up dad. It wasn't because I had an example. My father passed away when I was two. My sister's dad was a preacher, a a pastor, I should say, and has really, has never taken care of her, has never taken her on to a movies, a day, nothing in her entire life. Maybe they went one place together when she was a teenager. I'm not sure. But he was a, he was a deadbeat and he was a pastor. Um. So, I never really saw that, you know, um, that strong, you know, uh, raising of children. My grandfather was a uh, great father. He was there. He was present. But I didn't get to see that. You know, by the time my mom had me, hell, I was, you know, I'm grandkid. A, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm coming up after all of that. So, I didn't have that example. So, it was just really, man, look, at nigga, get out and do it. You know, just like we got to get up and, you know, niggas always say, man, I sell drugs because it's a necessity. Well, taking care of your kids is also a necessity. You know what I mean? And um, that's just how I, I came into it. So, that's just a little a little get trip, uh, guilt trip. I take sometimes uh, my confessions to how I became a, a stand-up dad and, and not just sperm donor. As all y'all women call y'all when they be on the phone, pillow talking with me. They all call y'all sperm donors. Just let y'all know, niggas. All right. This is the Q&A part of the show. I know, because I know, I know, I know, I got a major question out there from the ladies. I know all the ladies thinking one thing. Well, how do I get my sperm donor to grow into an active father? Ladies, I ain't got the answer for you. I mean, for every man, it's different. I think if you ask any man, he would have different scenarios and different experiences and different things that has happened in his life that has put him on the track that some of us refer to as right you know i think every man has a decision um if he can to you know be the best man he can for his girls or for his young boys you know whichever one i mean whether he showing up at the basketball game or buying toys i mean anything kind of go you know i mean anything whatever floats your boat as mama and his daddy but there ain't no answer for that um how do you get your man to grow stop choosing the sperm donors first of all jesus christ y'all just be average just 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 flabbergasted and dumbfounded about how y'all got with the deadbeat and i'm like well then you know he was a deadbeat when y'all was dating and i know what somebody's saying on him somebody's saying well look yeah uh that ain't what happened he lied to me confused No, now it was something about them that let you know that this wasn't the one. Oh, come on now. Love is brown. We say it all the time. You know why we say that? We say that because we don't like the see shit that's right like there that in front of us. We see all everybody else's business, everybody else's man, and everybody else's woman. We see all the flaws and characters' flaws in those relationships that are not our own. But when it comes to ours, we are blind. So, it asked me the question, how do I get a man to grow from sperm donor to act a father, hell, ain't no answer. But stop choosing a sperm donor, because you can't make a grand growth. You can't do nothing too well, which is why I said his life experiences, what happens in his life, something that triggers his life, something that triggers his mind, something that says to his soul, I got to be there for my kids. But you can't do nothing. What you did for him was gave them a sperm donor. That's what you did for your kids. You gave your kids a sperm donor. And I want people to be more and more careful about choosing the people that they make kids with. And I'm not saying I was the most careful guy. I'm not saying I have a perfect uh, kid's mother. Obviously, um, if that situation had gone better, we'd still be together. Um, however, I am saying we got we got to be more conscious. We have to start thinking long-term. I tell people this all the time. Young people, the reason why every generation of young people are crazy and out of control, you know, relative to the time, it's because young people have a tendency to think like, or to make decisions, I should say, like we're 80 years old, like we already got life figured out, like life has already passed us by, and we just having a good time, and you know what I mean? The decision that we make should be the decision that the 80-year-olds the eighty year olds are making, and they do make them, but we like to make them, like one of those decisions being, when it comes to kids, we'll, we'll make a decision like, okay, uh, uh, this person cool, this person cool enough for me to sleep with, with no protection, and protection. Possibly get some sperm inside my vagina, let him shoot up the club, and then I got a baby bond. So with all of that being a possibility, we still choose to lay down with that person and have unprotected sex, right? All right. So let's say the condom break or whatever, whatever. It don't matter. You still chose to lay down with that person. Period. Well, I ain't want a baby, but I ain't just kind of happen. Yeah, but you know that's a that's a it's a risk, right? You buy a pack of condoms and say 99 percent, right? 99 percent. That's it, right? It don't say. Nay, it don't say 100 percent on none of them, right? On any contracept- contraceptive. So that's what I would tell you. You want to grow your dude from sperm donor to active father, stop trying, because you're not gonna be able to. He has to it has to be something on the inside of him that changes or some experiences or life. Whatever happens has to be from him. It cannot be from mama. So all that advice you keep giving, all of them nagging comments you keep giving, listen, say that sin for something else. Cause nagging is a sin, it's in the Bible. Look it up. Don't worry about that. Just leave that man alone. Pray for him. You know, you can talk to him. Or watch how you talk to him. We'll cover that in the next one. And we'll cover how we talk to our women. All right? All right, y'all. My name is L.J. Davis. I am a comedian, a.k.a. Church. I let you.